Hey everybody, how you doing? Yep, that's good. My name's Bill Matz, I'm the director of Fun and Games for the evening. What, what, what I'm baffled by this offense. I, I just, what, why? Why can't they just score? Why can't they just score more goals and win more games? I, I just, they're doing so many other things well, I, I, I'm baffled by their lack of productivity on offense. So many freaking chances tonight. Or today, I guess it's only four o'clock now. I, I'm just, I'm really upset about this one more than I should be. Uh, you had Calgary scuffling there. Um, uh, I just saw an NHL PR tweet. They lead the league. I think they have six games where they tie it in the final five minutes of regulation. Whatever. Why let that? Ha I just, you're so good on the penalty kill. Six on five is kind of similar. I get what happened. I understand how the game-tying goal went in. Bank off the boards. The backdoor guy's just wide open because everyone's defending, you know, the plays on the other side. I get it. It's just like it shouldn't have come to that. The way you dominated that second period to let them get one early in the third was asinine. But, you know, you come back. Farabee, who's been struggling, makes that awesome play to strip Riddick of the puck. Uh, Hayes, you know, gets his second uh, second empty netter in a row, basically. Uh, he's got goals in back-to-back -back games now. Voracek got that goal early. It seemed like, all right, some guys are starting to pick things up, and just nobody, nobody could handle the puck today. In the first period especially, it just seemed like every pass was a little off. Every puck just slid off the stick, hopped over the stick. Of course, Morgan Frost, who's been, you know, all the rage the last um, – the last two games has that killer turnover that leads to the uh, the bouncing puck that got through Hart for the original game tying goal, the one that made it one one. Just a fucking frustrating game. That game pissed me off, man. This offense, I just I wanted to look at what they've done. All right, this month. All right, so that's one two. Have they scored four in regulation in any game? that wasn't against Carolina. It does not look like it. Nope. They they get two today. They get five against Carolina, two against Florida, three against the Islanders, one against the Senators, one against the Caps, uh, two against Boston, two against Toronto, two against Montreal, four against Carolina, three against Toronto, and three against Jersey. So they haven't been able to score four goals in regulation this month unless it's against Peter Morozik. They just got to – I don't know how else to say it. They got to cash in on their chances. Uh, I, I think some of these lines are starting to click. Man, I, I know I've been I know I've been giving uh, James Van Riemsdyk a, a lot of slack, and I've been giving him a lot of rope because I know, I know what happens with goal scorers. Goal scorers are streaky. They score in bunches. I expect him to. But shit, man, when this team is having trouble scoring and you're the guy who's counted on to score the goals and they're not going in, I got to look to you. I got to look to James and go, you got to bury one of these. You just got to get one to get yourself going. I know it's not fair. Like, goals are aberrations, but this is what you get paid to do. You get paid to put the puck in the net. This whole team just can't seem to just freaking cash in on opportunities. I don't know how else to say it. They're creating enough. Uh, they could definitely have more zone time. They could definitely dominate games like they were in the first 10, 12 games of the season. But 
they had enough opportunities in regulation and then again in overtime to win this game today. Uh, but it comes down to the skills competition and, you know, they lose the coin flip basically. That's that's what it comes down to. That's it. That's all on my – that's my rant. Let's get to you guys. Let's start with Brian. That sucked. It did. Another tough L. I'm unreasonably upset about this one. Why do we play down to shitty teams? I don't think they played down to Calgary today. I think they came in and played awesome uh, in the second period. I thought if it wasn't for – uh, just some mishandling of pucks in the first period. They would have had a lot more chances. I don't think this is a, a case of playing down the Calgary. I just think it's a case of not scoring when you needed to score. Is Hart supposed to let a shot that wide go, or is that too hard to recognize in the moment? Still a perfect bounce. Yeah, I didn't think it was that wide to just – I mean, you got to move over. if that guy, You got to not move. I guess he could have not committed as much, but it's still – I don't think he gets back across in time. Um, you know, maybe if it's the other direction, he can get the glove over. Uh, I, hard to blame that one on Hart. It's an awesome, crazy bounce. Um, guys wide open, has the whole net. Maybe even if he slides over, he doesn't uh, commit as far. I don't know. I don't. That's a tough one. Slump-busting flyers. It's just like you, you had plenty of chances to put this team away today. That – you. Come out to to come out the way you did to start the third was ridiculous. You should have smelled two points and just had blood in the water right there. Uh, that's that's the game right there to me is the start of the third period. Everything that transpired after that, I know they get the lead back and everything. They had plenty of chances in OT. The game is not coming out and just dominating the first five minutes of the third period. This team just can't finish their chances at all. It's almost comical. Like they're gonna set, they're either gonna set a scoring record in December for most goals in a month by a by by the freaking franchise, or they're just a two goal a game team. I don't know what it is. Could be either. But this is god damn it. I, I'm not like I've tried to keep a level head all year because I think this. I've said it a million times. I'm getting tired of hearing myself say it. I can't imagine you all love hearing me repeat myself. I think this team is good. I think they're going to be a lot better in the second half. But when you have chances to bank two points, you have to get them. This game was all the Flyers for the taking, and they just let it get away. Failure to get multiple goal separation versus Flames again. Yeah, they just couldn't get their insurance goal. They just let the Flames hang around. I don't care how poorly they're playing. This is a team that was second overall in points last year. Uh, Stacked offense, number one in the West. I, you can't, I, I, I'm, you can't let him hang around. Riddick, to his credit, other than that turnover, played a good game, but there were still plenty of opportunities. Plenty of opportunities. Baffled is the correct term. I can't think of a different. I'm baffled by this team's inability to score. I know this isn't like. Tampa's offense. I know this isn't Washington's offense. But three goals shouldn't be that much to ask for. Three isn't a ton. It's not seven. Why not play Frost in OT? Um, I'm going to leave that to Vigneault. I think he's pushed a lot of the right buttons this year. Um, I don't know where... Maybe you put him out with G, I guess. I would have... Honestly, I would have loved – I know you want Lindblom and Couturier together um, 
I know you want Limblom and Couturier together out against the Goudreau line, especially three-on-three. Three. So that's your shutdown pair. Cool. Um, but And they you know create plenty of offense, too. They're checkers who, who score. But, man, Couturier and Frost had so much jump tonight. Would have loved to see those two get one shift together. But that awful turnover Frost had that, uh, you know, uh, let the Flames back into the game. He's a – the thing that they were worried about, the reason they said, you know, the re, uh, they were keeping him in the AHL as long as they did he, when he was putting up big numbers before it was just like, we need offense, bring him up. It was We don't know if he knows yet when it's the right time to take a risk and when it's the right time to play conservatively. We don't know if he, you know, has all of that in-game management stuff down yet. Uh, we don't know if we trust him with it yet. So in three-on-three, three, when it's all about – those sorts of decisions, I get it. But shit, man, he is like, he stepped in and he's one of your most dynamic players. That mistake he made in the third, maybe he just doesn't, as Vigneault says, uh, you know, have enough money in the bank to uh, to get, to have the coaches trust after something like that. But I would have liked to see him. I absolutely would have liked to see him in three on three. Coots is an absolute beast. If he and uh, Oscar can't get Jake out of his slump, he's a lost cause. Hey, he got one tonight. Uh, good for him. Limblom, plenty of chances tonight. Him and Couturier were everywhere. Would have been awesome. I really – the jump that Couturier and Frost had in the first two periods, I really thought was going to translate into a goal for at least one of them in the third. It wasn't to be. They just couldn't get it going tonight. Well, it starts with putting Haig in the lineup. Ghost has not looked that bad. Listen, man, I defend Ghost to the end of the earth. I love Ghost. Great player, I thought. Um, but he's an offensive defenseman who's not creating any offense. Uh, I, he hasn't been very good. I thought he was starting to turn a corner um, like two weeks ago, maybe more at this point. November's flying by. Uh, <laughs> but... He just hasn't looked like dynamic Ghost. That's what he's out there to do. I would love to have Ghost in there. When this team is struggling this much to score goals, you look to a, a veteran, a guy who's done it before in Gostas Bayer, and say, you need to put up points for us, and he just hasn't been able to do it. So I can't um, – listen, if this is like a three-day thing, a week-long thing, all right, then I'll start to question it, but I, – I, I, I can't get upset with AV for setting a standard and someone not living up to it and going, well, I got to do something. You know, that's the coach's job. Uh, Ghost back in on Monday night, I would assume, but who knows, man. Um, what did, uh, right, this thing hasn't even loaded yet. God damn it. I... NHL.com, be better. Give me the box score, you son of a bitch. Just want to see how long Haig played tonight. Where are you, Robert Haig? Uh, I mean, 11.56, he's not hurting you or anything out there. What I dislike about it is it, it Braun is the guy they're supposed like, if Braun's your six, you're good. If Braun is suddenly back to playing 19, 20 minutes, which he did tonight, I think that's too much. Uh, uh, granted, they took some penalties and he had some PK time. Uh, yeah, almost three minutes on the penalty kill, so that kind of changes the numbers a little bit for him, but... I like Braun as the six and a PK specialist. If suddenly we have Haig in there, who we kind of have to uh, who we kind of have to shelter a little bit. He only plays what did I say, twelve, thirteen minutes. Um, 
Yeah, 11.56. So 12 minutes for Haig. If you're going to shelter him, that means Braun has to play more. And it just, ugh. ugh. I, I, I hope Ghost is back in, and I hope this is the wake-up Ghost needs. Maybe it was mental. Maybe he's just banged up, needed a day off. I don't know. But he's got to do better. He needs to help this team score. This team needs to score. He's one of the guys most counted on to help that happen. I'm not a Jake fan, but he looked good with Coots. JVR needs to drop a hat trick or he is useless. JVR needs to get going. Uh, I like Voracek up there too. Um, Limblom and JVR, or excuse Limblom and Couturier, just uh, they control play so much that you can get Jake in the offensive zone. And while he hasn't been great there this season, he's always had the ability to make plays in the offensive zone. So I, you know, Limblom, you know he's going to be in the right place. Couturier makes things happen all over the ice. If Jake can just be, I can't believe we're talking about Jake Voracek as a passenger on his line. But if he's just the third guy on that line, that's decent. Uh, I, I think they can start getting something going with these combinations. I do. This is the first game uh, with Lawton back. So you are uh, you're starting to get back to um, back to what you want, obviously. JVR in the fourth line, not ideal, but uh, he gets his power play time, and he just needs to – I don't care if he has one shift. He needs to fucking score a goal. Frost or any other player on a two-on-one should never pass to Raffle. If Raffle stops, he's got a, he's got a wide-open net. Um, I, it was a, I thought it was a decent pass. The exact opposite, we needed Ghost in three-on-three. If anything, he moved the puck. Haig doesn't. Listen, I get it, but Ghost hasn't really moved the puck this year. Um, he's not – the same ghost and you don't plan for overtime that's not you have Niskanen you have Sandheim you have Provorov they're not that worried about oh well if it goes to overtime we won't have ghost he's uh, he needs to play better if he wants ice time I love the guy I want him out there I own two Gostas Bear jerseys we all know it I love the, I, I'm a biased observer I'm a Gostas Bear fan but he's just like everyone else. You need to prove it now. There's a new coach, new regime, new everything. There's no – you have no past resume as far as I'm concerned. TK looked off today, didn't seem to have the puck much. Um, I thought he looked like he had the same jump. I just think he couldn't control – I thought it was uh, – we've talked about this before, and it's uh, – I think the Wells Fargo Center generally has pretty decent ice, uh, but we've talked about it sucking before, and – I did not think it was good today. Uh, maybe I, I saw a lot of, um, I just saw a lot of misplayed pucks by both teams, and it really stood out for the Flyers. I thought so. Maybe that has something to do with it. I just thought the, I thought TK's handles weren't on today more so than he looked like. I, I thought he was where he's supposed to be. I thought he was in position to make plays. Had a couple opportunities. It was just like oh, and the puck bounced, or he just overskated it, stuff like that. This is one game where I'm not good with saying at least we got a point. Oh, no, absolutely not. This is a home game. You took a lead into the third period. Uh, this is absolutely not a, uh, hey, they got away with a point game. No. You didn't if they were Calgary in this game and you have to come back, and sure, okay, you get a point, you get a point. But, no, this is, this is an unacceptable loss. I don't care if they got a point. Um, I'm as upset as I've been about a loss this season. You had plenty of opportunities to put this team away. They were all right there. Hayes with back-to-back -back, uh, goals. Yeah, um, 
the last uh, before his slump, he'd scored in three in a row. So it looks like he's a little streaky, and he's back with. I mean, it's not ideal still because of you know how they're mixing and matching, and it's you know JV's JVR's down on the fourth line. Lawton comes back today, all that stuff, but he's got some line mates again. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, him and Faraby, I thought other than offsides, I small bone to pick with Kevin Hayes. I've never seen a player go offside as much as, as, as much as him. Like I was kidding with my buddy, someone I played with in high school who like started playing in high school and was actually like turned out to be pretty good considering like he'd never played ice hockey before, but I digress. Like he'd always played roller hockey and his first like spring season, he just constantly was going offside and would be like, I, I forgot. Like Hayes is constantly, and his line is constantly uh, jumping the blue line. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. But I thought him and Farabee were um, a pretty good duo early in Farabee's call-up. Um, and I, I like those two together. Uh, Lawton, good four-checker and all that. Love him. Don't love him on a third line, but it's what they're doing right now with, uh, you know, with uh, JVR down on the fourth. Want to see that mixed up. Um, just get JVR with Hayes and Farabee and see if talent wins out. That's that's what I would like to see at this point. I'm not enamored with any of those three. I like what I see out of Hayes most of the time. Um, hopefully he gets going goals and back-to-back games and everything. So would love to see that. Uh, let's see if talent wins out. Get JVR back with those two. Um, but someone has to fucking score. Like this is unbelievable. Oscar Lindblom is the team's leading goal scorer. I understand he's been very good. I like Oscar. We'll let that sink in. Not G, not JVR, not Voracek. Lindblom, and it's not like he has an absurd amount of goals. No, but I will, like, he is playing with TK and Couturier. Um, TK, the most electric offensive player this team has. Um, you know, we've only seen three games out of Frost, but TK, most electric offensive player we ha- the Flyers have. and. Sean Couturier just creates offensive zone time. That's what he does. He wins battles and gets his team on offense. Of course, you know, the guy, it's not a surprise that whoever's playing with Couturier usually is doing pretty well. Ghost back to the first unit power play. I like Ghost on the power play. Provorov's been pretty good, though. Um, he's, got a, uh, he's already got a career high in power play points. I, I personally, like, I want to see Sanheim up there. I just don't know if they trust him full-time on the top power play unit yet. Obviously, you know, Provorov, senior member, um, been in the NHL longer, just uh, has has more money in that bank, I suppose. But Sanheim is the guy I'd like to see do it if it's not Ghost. But as much as I've complained about Provorov on the power play in the past, um, Provorov on the power play in the past, that was fun. Um I can't – I've had few complaints considering what I thought about it coming into this season, which was not much. Didn't like it. Maybe try Myers and Ghost together. Um, I just think they need to um, – the way I want to run the defense is sheltering Braun, so he's mostly a penalty kill specialist because he's pretty good at that. And I think they need to just mix up the pairings with the five guys who – with the five guys, they do dress a five-on-five. Um, obviously, you want to have chemistry with your pairings. Provorov, Niskanen look good. Sanheim, Myers look good. But 
a lot of these guys have been playing together a while. We know Provorov and Ghost is an effective pair. We've seen it. They've in their limited time together this year, they've been pretty good. Um, I also want to limit Provorov's minutes a little bit. I know he feeds off the ice time, but another 28-37 tonight. Like this dude is I know he's a machine. I get all that. Um, but his ice time, I mean, just in the last five games, and this isn't even tonight. So before today's game, uh, November 13th, 2506, uh, November 15th, 2240, a light game for him. November 16th, 2632, November 19th, 2710, uh, November 21st, 2627. So he's played what? Yeah, like two hours. <laughs> he's he's just playing an incredible amount of. The last four games, he's basically played two games worth of hockey. It's I just don't think that's a recipe for success deeper into the season. I think he's handling it well now. I thought he had he was really playing well the last few games. I thought he took a little bit of a step back today, but the dude's playing so freaking much. He makes one or two mistakes. It's like, well, he's constantly on the ice. Of course, he's going to make some mistakes. Like, I'm now a guy who was very skeptical of Provorov coming into this season. I think he's really good. I just think he's getting overplayed. Um, the mistakes are going to stand out when he's constantly on the ice. He's playing half the game every night. Should have dressed Stewart to fight Ronaldo twice. Uh, <laughs> I Yeah, that was a fun episode. Um I I like Zach Ronaldo, man. He was a he was a fun guy. Uh, Jesus, what? Just a f- <laughs> those were those were bad teams, but they were interesting. I trust AV way more than the last regime. Holds the vests accountable. The kids have been carrying this team. Yeah, and he's um, you know, he's letting the guys who are deciding games decide the games, whether they're young or not. Um, you know, I. Like I, I would love to have seen Morgan Frost in uh, in OT tonight. If he doesn't have that turnover, I bet we see him. Uh, but I, like, how much practice time have they even had? Um, like, has Morgan Frost participated in like just a three on? Like, I don't know because we know that these pairings are kind of set, and the, a couple of guys all have chemistry together and everything. So I even wonder, um, like, who would Morgan Frost play with? Who would he bump out? You know, I, I think that uh, just a matter of uh, chemistry, trust, all that stuff we talked about earlier. Not that I want to break up the G line, but thoughts on trying to get Frost to kickstart JVR. Those front net passes that he set G up with in Carolina made Frost look like he was built to center JVR. Uh, I wouldn't hate it. Um, what would that leave us? Let's say they keep Jake with Coots and Limblom. Um They've used they've used Giroux on the right wing before. He played right wing early in his career. Uh, so I wouldn't even mind Frost with uh, JVR. Uh, Frost with JVR and Giroux, and then that would leave us still. I'm trying to Hayes with um, Hayes with Faraby and Konechny. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't hate it. I just like. I don't want to just bump JVR up, and I don't want to depend on Morgan Frost to jumpstart a 30-year-old. Like, I get it. I know he's looked really good outside of that turnover tonight. He's been one of their most exciting, one of their most dangerous players. Um, I expect him to bounce back and play really well in the next game on Monday. Uh, it's Monday, right? When is that next game? Let's give it a look. 
Let us check out when the Flyers play next. It is Monday. They're home again against Vancouver. That is a 7 o'clock puck drop uh, at the Wells Fargo Center on Monday. And if you are looking for somewhere to watch that game, might I suggest to you Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, the Crest Tavern right there in the Wildwood Crest of New Jersey. My favorite bar, my favorite spot to watch a game, my favorite bar, place to get a beer and a sandwich, whatever, at the entire Jersey Shore. And I spend a decent amount of time there every summer. Fitzpatrick's has a great beer selection, some really good food, an excellent staff. But Timmy Fitz, the owner, is the man. He is the play, He is the guy that makes that place go. Uh, and he is a huge hockey fan. So no matter what game you're going in there to see, it'll be on for you. They have basically every freaking direct TV package uh, you can think of. So if you want to watch horse racing at 2 in the morning, I bet you he can find it for you. Leas calls it too, so probably not at two. But like 1231, horse racing, I bet you they can find it for you. That's how great Fitzpatrick's is. They're very accommodating. All the uh, bartenders, waitresses, waiters, outstanding. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Can't put them over enough. Ghost only played 10 minutes against Carolina. He needs more time to get going and gain some confidence. He hasn't been a guy to play 82 games a season. A day rest to reset may get him going in the right direction. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe if this is just a one-game thing, a one-off, um, you knew you know they had some firepower, you were going to be in the defensive zone. I don't like that strategy, but if you're thinking, hey, we're going to be in the defensive zone a little more than we'd like, let's put Robert Hay again. Again, don't, don't like it, but maybe that's the thinking. Maybe Ghost just needs this day off to reset. Uh, I don't know, but... I, I yes, Ghost needs more than ten minutes, absolutely. But like, he's got to do something with the shifts he gets to warrant more shifts. And I'm not saying like Haig deserves to play over him because you all know I don't think Haig is very good. I I think it's pretty much a fact that he's not very good. But like, I I can't fault a coach for just trying something different when. Uh, JVR is still creating some scoring chances, you know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start hammering him a little because it's time, man. Time to start putting him in the net. Don't we don't have all year. This it's not a this isn't basketball. It's not an 18 and a half month season. Like there's only so many games. You need to score in some of them. But um, Ghost isn't even creating the chances like JVR. JVR struggling needs to score. But I see him out there in scoring position a lot. Uh, they're just not going in. Ghost is kind of – he is his nickname right now. I don't know if he's playing half the time. He's just another guy out there. And for better or worse, at no point in Ghost's career has he looked like a, a, just another guy. Sure, when he struggles, it's fucking ugly. And you're like, oh, my God, what is he doing out there? But I'd rather him have the confidence – that he is that guy and fail than just be out there and not look like himself because that means it ain't in there anymore. And it is, he's 26 years old. Like it's not like he's washed up, but I, I don't know what the issue is with Gostas bear. I really don't. Haig didn't look terrible today. I don't think he was bad, but again, you know, he, he played 1156. He's a sixth or seventh defenseman. I just don't like him. You can survive Robert Haig. I think Braun is better um, just because he has a specialty and he's pretty good at it. Um, you can survive Haig as your six. I just don't like those two 
in the same lineup. I just don't think it's good roster construction to have them both, you know, on your uh, dressed, basically. Well, you're not going to give Ghost confidence by sending him in the press box. He hasn't been that bad five on five, and he has been skating and trying to make plays. You said it yourself the other day. I, I, I thought a couple of uh, a couple of games ago, a couple of weeks ago, Ghost was really starting to turn a corner. Um, but it, he just hasn't kicked it into the next gear. I thought, okay. To start the season, he just looked bad. He just looked like a bad player. And then it was like, all right, he's improving. He's made a couple of plays here and there, some subtle things, uh, a few flashes of dynamic ghost. And then it was just like, when is the next, when is the breakout? When is? When do you look like the guy you're supposed to look like? And it, it just hasn't happened yet. Not saying it won't, not saying it can't. I believe in, uh, no one believes in ghost as much as I do. I just... I, where is it, man? We need it. Keep G, Coots, TK together. Voracek on two with Frost and Farabee. Yeah, that wouldn't go well. Voracek, Frost, and Farabee would just not go well at all. Just not well at all. Other than offside, Hayes looks really good on the ice. He just needs a bit more production. That's I don't hammer Hayes that much because he has other elements to his game. The production hasn't been there. And that's not good because he's one of your highest paid players. He was brought in to add that secondary scoring. But, hey, he's got goals in back-to-back games. He seems to be turning that around. And when he wasn't scoring, you know, the penalty kill was still good. He was still pushing play. He was still doing all the other things he needed to do. He's a valuable player. I like Hayes a lot. Um, But they just need more from all their vets right now. Frost and G should have been paired on the three-on-three. I just I assume it's Frost's giveaway uh, in the beginning of the third period that gave Calgary their first goal, and um, I doubt he's practiced with any of these guys three on like he's only been here three games, you know I doubt he's had time to build chemistry like that. It's it's very much about making the right play, having that chemistry. Just having the instincts to know what your guy is going to be doing, where he's going to be going. I doubt Frost has any sort of experience with anybody up here. Uh, obviously, somebody with that kind of dynamic skill, you want to see them in the three-on-three. I bet you he's in there sooner than later, but he just has to get that experience. I want Frost, Farabee, and Myers in overtime. I'm not ready for that. I just don't think that's a recipe for success. Vancouver is a fast and young team. Beat the Caps today. Can't take penalties against them. Vancouver has a ton of skill. Vancouver's a fun team to watch. Um, uh, Flyers can beat anybody. They've shown that. They're a good team. They just have to freaking finish. That's all there is to it. They don't score enough goals. It's They, they create – they're like – they're not creating enough chances, but they're creating enough to win a lot of the games they're playing. They could always do more. They could get back to dominating uh, the puck like they did in their first, you know, 12, 14 games, whatever it was. Um, But I think it was like 10 or 12. But they're creating enough to win the games they're in, especially considering the goaltending they're getting, especially considering the the team defense they're playing. They're giving up, you know, how many times have they given up more than two in regulation? Let's see, one. This month they've given up more than two in regulation. One, two. 
four out of what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games so far this month. Like they're playing good team defense. Their goalies are for the most part keeping them in every game. They just gotta finish their chances. As crushing as these losses are, at least the Flyers aren't bottom feeders and need to claw their way back in the second half of the season. That's I keep listen, I still understand the big picture and think that this team is just going to be better than they are right now in the second half for a variety of reasons. Uh, I, I get it. I'm just mad about today. You did two points for yours today, and I've only said that a couple of times this season. It's not like, oh, this and that, like the, um, the Islanders game, the one they lost in a shootout, back-to-back Saturdays, that's what it is. The Islanders game they lost in the shootout, and uh, today's game, I just you gave them away. That's not, it's just not good enough. Why don't they just try Gosses Bear at forward like Brent Burns? I, I mean, Brent Burns is a big guy. Uh, like, I think Ghost's game is Ghost game is all about time and space. Like, he has the reason moving the puck at D, like Brent Burns will tell you when, when they moved him back to D, why he was so good at defense and why he was so ineffective at forward. He was just like, the whole game's in front of me. I can see everything and make my decisions from there, when to go, when to, I, I just think it would be counterproductive to take that one element. That's what Ghost was best at, was having the game in front of him and making his pass-skate decision from there um, and then join the rush as he saw fit. I just don't think moving him up and having the play behind him would be useful. Bill, Ghost had an outlet pass versus Carolina that led to a breakaway where Farabee was hooked, and that led to a Flyers power play where Frost scored. That's creating a scoring chance. All right. That's one scoring chance. Cool. Like, that's not – do you think that's good? Like, Justin Braun had an awesome outlet pass this year. He's terrible at creating scoring chances. He's, like, the worst in the league at it. He created one. Like, I, I, I need more than just one play to justify him being in there. In a playoff spot, 23 games in, team is only going to get better. I'm still positive. I'm still optimistic about the big picture. I am, because I like the build. I, I like the makeup of this team. I like what they have. This is just a real frustrating one for me. I'm just furious about this one, because, God damn it, this is a team that was on the ropes. You could have just put it away. And, you know, Calgary's credit, they didn't get down. They kept fighting. They could have just been like, well, fuck, this is just, you know, not our night, not our season, whatever, not our month. But to their credit, they did keep fighting, and they did get two game-tying goals in the third period. And then, you know, they went in the skills competition. Good for them. Flyers had plenty of chances to win it well before that shootout. All right, let's give it, I'm going to give it just a second, see if I'm kind of caught up on a, hey, thanks everyone for hanging out on a Saturday freaking afternoon. It's almost five o'clock on a Saturday. I want to be at the bar drinking right now. I know you all do. Um, so, hey, speaking of bars to be drinking at, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in the Wildwood Crest of New Jersey. My favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore. Listen, look to my, uh, this side. This is my right, but I don't know what it looks like to you because I'm terrible at this mirror imaging thing. Like, I'm in this room with – obviously, I'm in the room. It's me. But, like, I know the jerseys to this side, but since I see it, you know, mirror imaged on my computer, I'm like, the jersey, here. Oh, fuck. Nope. <laughs> uh, listen, Slapshot, one of my favorite movies of all time. 
I just love uh, what it says about hockey. I just think it's the perfect hockey movie. And if you're like in the mood to go watch a game somewhere, why not go to a place that has a Slapshot poster on the wall, has a Bernie Perrant jersey on the wall? Well, that's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. It is a place where people who love hockey can go and watch some freaking hockey. Uh, they have awesome food. The roast pork sandwich, mwah. Oh, I just freaking love it. It's it's so good. Um, make sure you give it a try. Uh, great beer selection, awesome staff. Can't put them over enough. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. My whole, my favorite bar in the whole Jersey Shore. Really disappointed Frost didn't score today. <laughs> yeah. Was on the edge of my seat at the Wells Fargo Center today where I felt like we could have been up 3-1, 4-1. And that's what's frustrating. They dominated that second period so badly and only came away with the one, but it was like, all right, cool. But then to come out in the third the way they did was just really disappointing to start that third. Do you think Fletcher trying to trade JVR? No, I don't. Past three seasons, how effective has Ghost been? I mean, pretty pretty effective. Like, last year was legitimately not a good year, but, like, come on. 2017-18, like... He was part of one of the best defensive pairs in all of hockey. That's not conjecture. That's not homerism. It's backed up by every every possible measurable statistic. Like he just was, and he's the year before that was a down year. Yes, but mostly puck luck. It really was. If he gets a few more power play points, it's like, yeah, he was fine. He just didn't. You know, power play wasn't very good. That's what it was. This is the first time I legitimately think Ghost has looked bad. Um, and it hasn't been all year. I thought at one point, like I said, turning a corner, but I, I don't see it right now. All right, a couple more. Vorcheck for Johnny Hockey. Yeah, they want the older guy who costs more money and uh, would put them over the cap by like $2 million. So that's what will work. All right, everybody. I think that's all the time I have for you. On this Saturday, please go get drunk. Uh, forget about this game. Get ready for Vancouver on Monday. If you're looking for someone to watch that game, go to Fitzpatrick's. I'm kidding. I won't do three today. Uh, but, yeah, seriously, Fitzpatrick's Stress Tavern. Um, shout out to Biscuit Tees. Love Biscuit Tees. Um, Bernie Perrant's daughter, uh, Kim Perrant, uh, hand draws every design, and 10% of every purchase goes to the Snyder Hockey Foundation. You know Broad Street Hockey's done a ton of work with uh, Snyder Hockey in the past, so we love them. Uh, love Biscuit Tees, so check them out, BiscuitTees.com. And our holiday party. They're still calling it the Festivus Party, even though it's not on Festivus this year, but the Broad Street Hockey Holiday Party will be Saturday, December 21st at Fieldhouse right here in Philly. Uh, come have a great time. We're going to have all sorts of stuff this year. It's not going to be like years past where we're like, hey, just come out and drink at the bar with us and maybe we'll have a raffle or something. No, we have all sorts of shit going on. Can't tell you everything, but there are going to be lots of surprises. We'll be starting to, you know, give people a little bit of an idea as December approaches, as everything gets closer. But December 21st, it's a Saturday. Mark your calendars. The Broad Street Hockey third or fourth annual holiday party. I don't... Shit, how long have I been with Broad Street Hockey? Huh. Yeah, well, it's like the third or fourth annual. So Fieldhouse, December 21. I want to see you all there. All right, everybody, that's all the time I have for you on the post game. Thank you all for hanging out. 
If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. That's it. I'm done. I'm tired of this. I'm going to drink a beer and take a nap and then drink some more beers. Have a great week, everybody. Go Birds.